Okie dokie. Good evening. It looks so serious over here. Huh? A serious subject. Actually, tonight um, is this, you know, actually, I was just I was looking at this like, hmm. we all have to work on this, but less so here than other places. That's, tonight we're talking about gaiva, arrogant. Actually, I spoke a couple weeks ago about self-esteem and self-respect um, and, the, and the, the, the reality is is the only way you can have a healthy approach to not being arrogant is if you have a healthy dose of self-esteem as well so even though we're talking about gaiva tonight, arrogance if a person doesn't have self-esteem it's going to be, they get off you know um, some people have too much self-esteem and that's <laughs> That's that's also problematic. But uh, just today, actually, somebody came to me with all kinds of worries and this and like, you know, you gotta believe in yourself a little bit. You know, you gotta have. Shem loves you. You gotta you gotta have that feeling also. If it's all. If it's all. So it's 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 a balance. We're trying to to flesh it out. But of course, gaiva uh, very often goes with success. Uh, and, and success, by the way, doesn't mean the wealthy or the powerful. It means anything you're successful in is a natural feeling of gaiva, whether it's your marriage, parenting, job, friends, control of some kind of... I've met people who, you know, uh, I was involved in an organization, and this person controlled a little thing. But with that thing, they thought they were the king. You're like, you ever meet such people like... They have guy, but they have this little fiefdom or a little power source, and like all of a sudden, this complete perspective of reality uh, because they have this control. This is my job. This is my thing. This is who do you think? Do you know who I am? Yeah, I know who you are. You're the plumber. You're the garbage man. You're the you're the teacher. You're the rabbi. You're whatever you are. But what does it make a difference who you are? You know, you're the lawyer. And lawyers, do, you know, lawyers actually lawyers actually have a lot of guys. A lot of them do. Um, because they can threaten people. I'm not, you know, I'll sue you. They feel powerful. Like, yeah, I, you know, I'll, 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 I'll ruin your life. I, I will. So, gaiva is important for all. Um, and some people have gaiva, which you'll see, which affect their relationships. They, they, they can't be humble in relationships, be it with friends, be it with relatives be it with children, be it with spouses. That I see all the time. They just refuse to admit error. If refuse to admit mistakes, refuse to admit that it was that they perhaps contributed to some kind of difficulty in their lives or our lives of others. The kids aren't doing well in school. Why are they doing well in school? Well, let me tell you why they're doing well in school. It's because the parents. But the, the parents will blame the school. Right? You know, parents will blame the teachers. Where you were, they blame the kids, and really the parents are liable. So, we'll see. The guy is very important, but you know, I, I, I'm always like wary because people get the wrong people hear the wrong messages. Uh, it's just how life is. It's like um, so. We'll we we'll try to focus focus on this. He may call in a gaiva who shall the match of atzmo ba'atzmo. So the person thinks of themselves, they consider themselves important, and they imagine that they deserve praise. They, they're, they're deserving of praise. 
They imagine they, you know, they are, now again, everyone needs to know who they are, but after a person has to remember wherever they are, Moshe Rabbeinu, I, I always, I, I think about Moshe Rabbeinu, I think about proper balance, I think about Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was a person who, who took on Paro, who had all the leadership, who, who, who never buckled, uh, but he was the humblest of all poor people, which means, how do you humble when you do that? Or Moshe Feinstein, who, who, who was nifted 30 years ago, he Paskin, he adjudicated the most difficult Shilas, which nobody else wanted to touch. Nobody was going to deal with this. After the Holocaust, when all kinds of Aguna cases, all kinds of women didn't know where their husbands were, and they could have had, they, were, they disappeared in 1942. The last they saw them, they were in the ghetto together, and they got separated. Well, could the woman marry again? She's only 31 years old. Her husband disappeared in 1942. No witnesses. Right, who's going to deal with this kind of case? There weren't tens of those cases. There thousands of cases like that. He was taken to Siberia. Does it make a difference? Siberia versus Auschwitz. Right, what, what happened? You know who wanted to deal with that? Nobody. But who dealt with that? Moshe Feinstein. And yet, Feinstein was humble beyond belief. Humble beyond belief. How, so how did that go? The same humble person would take the most severe, strong... He took the authority and responsibility... Because a person needs to know themselves. A person has to have self-knowledge. But they also need to know that whatever they have and any success they have is due to Hashem. Due to Hashem. It means all bracha in life, all success, health, wealth, intelligence. Um, I, I, this week I've had, you know... Really, the extremes. I was at a wedding Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, and Monday night, and I was dealing with death all week long. Different people and different different things, like burial. Some from this area, some from not from. I'm like, you just like look. Some I know just uh, in the family. Actually, the extended relatives are here, but a woman in her 40s passed away with little kids. Like terrible situation. Like terrible. You know, you look. You know, you realize like everything you have in this world um, uh, is from Hashem's God. I know someone recently was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, dementia, something of that sort. Now you think they're 80 years old, but the lady's in her early 50s. You mean to lose your seichel in your early 50s? It's, it's crazy. 50, you know, and the person was highly intelligent. And other people, like, the bracha comes, you know, I, I, some people, I remember that my wife's roommate, this girl, if I had to predict her, who would have got married of, this, of her, my wife's seminary friends, if I was a betting person, I'd put her top two. Like, the girl has great personality, attractive, like, everything going for her. She, I think she got married two years ago in, in her mid-30s. She had 15 years, like, I don't know, 200 boys, I don't know what, what, what she went out with. So, in girls, I would have said, hard for them, they're, whatever. It doesn't, you know, bracha doesn't happen. It's, who, how, what, where? At wealth, some people put money, invest. So a person needs to know everything, literally everything in life is for Hashem. And therefore, praise, praise. You know, a person's smart. I have a question for you. Did anyone pick their IQ in this room? No, I did. 
What? Did you pick your IQ? No. Why not? Have no basis upon which to make that decision. Right. So, so, no, no so if a person's smart, and by the way, touch the cue. There, you know, one of the amazing thing is Hashem gives certain people charisma, certain people idea. It's a, you know, I I love the Yiddish phrase for idea. What is an idea in Yiddish? For us, seichel. Getting close. This, this, not so bad. Ah, uh, well, das is is a, is a lusher culture. It's einfall. Anyone ever hear of einfall? Einfall. You have an einfall. Einfall. It falls in. Falls in. An einfall. einfall. It falls in, which means even the ideas that we have fall in. So a, a person should never look for praise. It means because a person realizes that their success comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. All success, all bracha, comes from Hashem. But about Gaiva, thinks they're great, and they want praise. They 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 want they, they imagine praise. You come from many different attitudes. Some people think they're intellectual. They're really smart. I'm really smart. People should praise me for my brilliance, my intelligence. Vyesh, Misha, Yakshanath. No. Some people think they're very attractive. I, I, I remember when I was younger, when I was younger, I, I, uh, for a little bit of my life, I, like a few months, I lifted weights because I'm into basketball. Everyone know what basketball is? You take a bat. No, 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 no. That's, that's football. You take a bat, you swing, right? So I was, I was playing, so I, I looked, and you should see these guys. They would like, look at the mirror. Like, hey, what, what kind of idiots do this type of thing? Like, like sometimes, like, you know, they're sitting there smiling at themselves, like, you know, like looking. I was, I was recently, I was, I was walking by Starbucks, and I was two people talking, and this girl was just like looking at the mirror the whole time. Like, I'm like, is that, is that normal? I mean, I mean well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I have teenagers coming up. But, uh, uh, <laughs> it, no, no, they, but they think of themselves that I'm, I'm, I'm the good-looking one. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm beautiful. I'm pretty. They should feel, it's, it's healthy to feel good about your looks. It's okay. It's a little bit of touch. But you're not looking for praise. You're not looking, it's nothing to do with you. Gosh Baruch gives you these type of things. You know, even, and even if you bring it out, you know, the material is from a Kodesh Baruch I have a great position. I'm, I'm, I am the head of. I am the best of. Other people think I'm great because they're great. I'm just great. I'm great because I do. Others think they're 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 not they're they're, they're the knowledgeable. I know best. I'm intelligent. I know best. Here's the thing. Every positive attribute in the world, person think it's theirs. It's their accomplishment. They're in danger of falling into gaiva. And gaiva is stealing Hashem's glory. Listen to this. Gaiva is not yours, it's not your credit. 
I, we, you know, people think, again, I, 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 I prefaced today, we need to have self-esteem. We have to be aware of all of our gifts from God. It's, it's important to know your gifts from God. If, you, if God blesses you with health, appreciate that. God blesses with you with a good head, appreciate it. If you have a good job, you can pay your bills, appreciate that. If you have good relationships, appreciate that. Those are wonderful gifts. You, you know, if you are from Jew, religious Jew, that's unbelievable. That's great. That's the biggest gift. I was, what was I telling? I was, what was I telling this to, today? About idolatry. Oh, this morning. <laughs> I mean, Lewis is not here. I actually gave it at 5.30 this morning. Um, and he started B'Sechah Sevarazara. So I tracked it. It's all about idolatry. I said, you know what? The biggest nebuch is for an idolater. You know, because they're not connected to Hashem. Imagine being an idolater. How terrible that is. A Yid, a Jew, connected to Hashem, connected to truth. How great that is. So you have to appreciate that. But realize that all these things are gifts to Hashem. Imagine, imagine you're borrowing, you know, borrowing somebody's coat. You're borrowing someone's coat. It's just, do you look around, look at my coat? It's not your coat. It's not your coat. You know, you borrowed a car. Borrow a car. You, it's not your car. You borrowed your friend's car. It's, it's a fancy car like mine. It's a, it's a Civic. A fancy car. Uh, or even fancier, you got a, you know, it's the Japanese car, Ferrari, right? Yeah, Ferrari, you're driving around with this, with this convertible Ferrari, okay? He's doing it on purpose. Comic relief, uh, right? You're driving around with the Ferrari, um, I thought it was South Korean, actually, but I, if you told me to talk. Uh, so, hey, um, you got to It's not your car. Do you walk around, like, look, look at me. You ever see, like, you know, if you put on a costume, that same guy's lifting weights, do you, like, you wear a costume? All the things that we have are gifts from a Baruch So you have to appreciate the gift. That's what self-esteem is. But to think it's yours, to think you're better than anyone, to walk around looking for praise... That's where the error goes. And these errors cause such um, terrible mistakes in a person. And you know what it does? It blocks you from connecting to Hashem. It, it, the worst, of, worst problem of gaiva is when you're into yourself, you're not into Hashem. When you're into yourself, if you believe your job is because of yourself, you won't pray to Hashem. If you believe that you're successful in this life because of you, you don't, you don't look to God. And you don't, you're not thankful to Hashem. Imagine the person you borrow from that you're mean to, or you ignore. It's his car! It's her jacket that you're borrowing. What do you mean? It's there. It's not yours! It means the more you believe it's you, the less you Hashem. You know, the Katskarebo, Menachem Mandel Morgenstern, who actually I'm named after, who my great grandfather was named after, my father was named after. Um, the the Katskarebba, the Katskarebba, he used to say, Where do you find Hashem? Anywhere you let him in. Because if it's all about you, it's all about ich, and they say in Yiddish, ich, ich, you go to Yiddish, whatever, ich, ich is ich, I is ich, right? It's also ich. Right? It's ich, it's, about, if it's all about you, you're not going to have Hashem. 
if you're the best and you're the greatest and you don't need God. And that's the biggest fallacy of it all. We are all dependent on Hashem for everything we have in this world. But if you're a Balgaiva, then I'm the, I'm the smartest. I'm the most beautiful. I'm the, of course I'm going to have great kids. Do you know how many people are humbled by their children? Do you think you could just wind up toys, kids? You know, you think you just like, are, are, are having children? Do you know how many people are humbled by Parnassa? Do you think you just get Parnassa like this always? You know, people are humbled by their health. Knees start hurting. Blood pressure. But if you think it's all up to you, then you don't need God. And when something goes wrong, you're angry. What, this is mine. It's mine. No one's taking this away from me. It, that is where the mistakes happen. If we view things as a gift from God, we're appreciative. And we pray for them. And we realize that nothing's guaranteed in life. But if they're mine, you have a chbina balgaiva, person has gaiva, then there's no Hashem there. And then not only is there Hashem there, then you look like you're better than other people. If you're wearing a, better, a borrowed co- coat, or you're borrowing a car, you don't feel better than another person because it's just a borrowed car. It's a borrowed coat. It's a borrowed face. It's a borrowed head. It's a borrowed wealth. But if it's mine, if everything, if there's no Hashem, then I have more money. I have more toys. I'm, I'm Tanner. I'm better. I'm cooler. You know, I know more about sports cars. So that's the greatest danger of Gaiva. Um, and very often, God will humble people who have Gaiva. They'll learn that, they, that they're not in control, chas v'shalom. Because if he cares about them, if you're, if you're worthy to have the world to come, you'll, you'll learn that you can't forget about Hashem. You'll learn it the hard way if you don't learn it the easy way. But if a person thinks, look at me. I, 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 I'm important. I'm the best. Uh, I, I remember in my class as a little kid, there was a young boy who used to say, I'm the king. He spoke like, I'm the king. Let's say, walk as a kid. We were kids then, right? I'm the king. Now, there are adults who actually believe that. You know, now we're not talking about fourth graders. They, 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 and, 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 and it's not always in every area of life. There are people you look at humble. I know this firsthand. In their house, they are barbarians, men and women. They think they're the king and queens. And everything goes their way. They're dictators. You know what happens with dictators? There's, there's rebellions. There's revolutions. <laughs> there's conflicts. But they, don't, they think they control it all. They think they control their marriage. They control their in-laws. They control their children. They control their friends. And some people are just born part. But the minute you think that you're the king or queen, you're up for big problems. Some people think that way at work. They go into the work. They're a manager. Yeah, you know, a manager. They manage. Yeah, I'm the manager. You don't say that, but it's all over. You're my... What time to get her? You know, and then, they, you know, they, 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 things, you lose perspective. Um, and they believe that they're, 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 they're By the way, I'm, I'm being very serious. You know, there are certain people who are blatant, you know, Bali Gaiva, 
But there are plenty of people who are very strong gaivas and they're the meek people. <laughs> I, I can, and how do I know this? Because I, deal, I see the fights. I see the problems. I live vicariously. I'm, I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I, I know when I mess up, it's usually I lose that perspective also. You know? It, you know even I was doing something with parenting really, really recently. And, you know, I have more than one. So I can tell you, you know, when, not everyone's in a good mood the same day. And I found myself messing up because I was annoyed. It, it was like, I'm the parent, right? It doesn't go that way. It's very easy to lose perspective. <laughs> and good people get caught up in this. Very good people get caught up in this. I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the politicians who are just talking about themselves all day, or almost, almost all, everyone in Hollywood who think they're goddesses or the night they got until they get, uh, you know, that's how about the, all these, you know, actually I was, oh, I, I, I literally, anyone know this, this to me thing that's going on here? Mm-hmm. Me too. You guys know so much. That's <laughs> right. right. You know, I was really, I was going to, I have, I don't, I, I was going to write an, uh, an op-ed, really. I, yeah, I just, you know what the problem is for these people? Everyone knows this is, all these assault cases, these mm-hmm. ladies. I honestly believe it's because that concept of sexual intimacy it, in the Gaisha Velt, in the Friar world, it, in marriage, it's all about giving. It's all about building. And in their world, it's all about taking. So, of course, what do you think it's going to happen? It's all about pleasure seeking. It's all about the whole thing. They don't care about the other person. I, I, you know, it's, I'd have to, it'd be, I still think I may do it, but. I, it will be like the t- it's so far beyond these people. It's 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 a sad world today. The whole concept of intimacy is so perverted and so destroyed by pleasure. It's like what do you think? Fifteen year olds, sixteen year olds, twenty year olds in college has anything to do with that the other person? It's all about that. It, really, me too is me. It's all about them. So of course, if a guy is a is a, is a monkey, he's gonna do something to a girl because it's all about them. They don't care less. Right? It's all about me too. It's all about them. Me. It's all about them. You know, Bali Gaiva only think about them. Understand this? If it's about me, if I'm the boss or I'm the best, or it's my pleasure, or, you know, I, I had a situation with me, somebody went to somebody's house and they messed up. You know why they messed up? Because it was all about them. It's all about them. Maya, I need to be comfortable. You need to be comfortable so you're going to drive everyone crazy. And then you have problems. It's all about them. It's not about the other person. But why is it about them? Because all the thinking about it is about them. And sometimes it's legitimate, by the way, but very often it's just guy vibes. It's like, I need this honor, I need this thing, I deserve this, I deserve this, I should have this. So... I told you, many things can emerge from this thing. Sometimes even, um, and it's even contradictory behaviors that a person feels that they are entitled. They are the boss. The boss. They're, they're the best. And when, again, I'm not talking about uh, uh, Mr. Trump who thinks, you know, like... <laughs> Normal people. I mean, we all have this, and and probably all of us have this in one aspect of our lives, most likely, uh, or we struggle with it at some aspect. You know, it could be in a relationship, it could be in our job, it could be in a million things. Um, 
because when you're good at something, you know, I, I'm telling you, I used to play basketball. I remember one guy I played basketball with, with um, literally this guy was a nice guy. He'd get on the court, get on the court, and all of a sudden you thought that a demon took over him. Raising the finger, you know, doing the jugs on the court, like literally, because he, he was an excellent basketball player, actually. And, but he transformed it. I'm telling you, it was amazing. You meet the guy off the basketball court, he's a nice guy, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? But then he's competitive edge, and he was really, really, actually, this person was an excellent basketball player. And, and all of a sudden, on the court, he became a, a complete, you know, idiot, to, because he was great at it. And it changed his personality on the court. And very often, people have areas in life where they're very good, or, or they believe they're deserving. Um, and I'll just reiterate, marriage is for sure one for many people. I'm just, I can't tell you. Parenting? <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, everyone thinks that they're, they are the God's gift to parents. And you know what happens? They learn, if they don't, the, the hard way. That you should be, you know the briskerov? Briskerov said 50% of parenting is Tehillim and Davening. Okay? What that means is, that's the first, and it's much more than 50%. You know what that means? When you think 50% of parenting is Tehillim and Davening, you realize, you realize it's not up to you, it's up to Hashem. I'm not talking about the kids are 38 years old and they're out of the house. That's not, they're, they're developed. I'm talking about the two, they're three months old. I think I, was, I once saw, I once saw someone went to a Golub, I think it was a Chassam Sefer. No, no. It was a Chassam Sefer. And he said to him, a six-month-old baby, how should I raise, how should I raise, my, how should I raise the kid? And he, and he said, six months, it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's too late. She's been davening for a year already. What are you saying? It means if you think, you have to realize that it's up to Hashem. You better daven, and then you have that perspective. You'll also learn. You'll ask questions. You'll realize if things don't work. You'll be, I mean, there's a million things raising kids. In today's world, you know, I tell religious to make normal kids that they shouldn't be psychologically damaged to, to be mentioned. You, gotta, you think it's posh it? You gotta dive your head off. You gotta be, you know, figure things out. Marriage? No problem in a marriage today. People, and some, again, actually, another person comes to me today. Who, have, who has personal issues? You, have personal issues. you, 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 you don't think. It's, however, you know, people have to deal with things. You know, yeah, yeah. What about the children who are not six months old but closer to the thirty-eight-year-old? Yeah. So that's a difference. That's not for now. Okay, all right. That's not. That's not for now. They're, they're, they're adults. I'm saying you, you can daven, but uh, they're adults. It's like you know, <laughs> it's never too late for certain things, but. You made your decisions. I mean, this is 40 years later, 39 years later. I mean, you know, there's kids are adults. There are realities to the world, right? If you don't date till you're 50, then you dive into Hashem. Like, you know, you're not, there are, again, you can go for the grandchildren. You can, people can do tshuva, but they're choosing at that point. I mean, the little kids, they're, 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 is the main time for this type of thing. It's, there are realities that are in the world. Having said that, tefillah and relationships and all these things are never, are always important. It just, you know, I always, I always say this, you know, for younger people. I said, the decisions you make when you're younger will affect the rest of your life. Who you marry, affect the rest of your life. What you, you, t- you go to college, take a job, 
So it's much harder to change jobs at 40, isn't it? You know, to start a new career is much harder. You know, there are decisions we make in life, right? There are things we do that have realities. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it would be great just to do things. The one thing we could always change, always, is ourselves. Yeah, that's always. To the day you die, you could become the most righteous, happiest person if you want to. You could become the, the kindest, sweetest person if you want to. You could, you have, that's under your control. But your kids, your job, there are realities to that. I'm not telling you that, that, you, that there's not flexibility, but there are realities to that. Okay? Um, you know, if you want to be a Torah scholar, or be Kiva, of course, is a lesson, but it's much easier when you're younger to become a Torah scholar than you're 60 years, 5 years old. Just, um, Gaiva, just going back to this, Gaiva has all kinds of things come out from it. Behaviors, um, even frustrations and anger, by the way. person thinks you're the best, and something goes against them, angry, furious. How dare she? Oh, it came to me recently, a lady, by the way, mental talk, said, how dare she? You're like, you're like uh, what do you, how dare she? Who are you? What do you, how dare she? Are you, are you, are you the Queen of England? It's, you're a lot better, by the way. You're a Jew. It's much better than the Jew than the Queen of England. I can only be the Queen of England, be a nothing, a zero, a zilch in the world to come. But I'm not joking. You know, people get angry. Or, or when things don't go the way they like, they get depressed because ich bin the queen. Ich bin, ich bin the queen. Uh, how, how did this happen? Do you know who I am? Don't you understand? So, and, and, and sometimes people do contradictory things for this. Because the, the, it comes out in different ways, even. In a matzah, so now you're going to go through different types of, of haughty, of arrogant people. The first type of Balgaiva is She came into her loyalty. A person thinks that they're worthy of praise. That they are the, the most unique uh, and distinguished in their stature. There's nobody like them. They're irreplaceable. They also have to act. This is a certain type of person. They have to act in certain ways. With great dignity. When they stand, when they walk, there's a. I mean, Americans have less of this than certain snotty people, haughty people. But they are in a higher social class. And they, will, they, will, they will illustrate that. Bidiburo, um, and they talk. They walk slowly. Um, I guess it was, this is a, a noble, actually, the, the, the Ramachal was living in Renaissance Italy, and you had people trying, uh, you know, imagining that, that, they, that they are the kings and queens of England, that they're dukes, uh, and, and very hush of a people. They were sitting back. They get up slowly like a snake. They won't converse with anybody. They don't talk to the common people, do you know who I am? They speak slowly and like like the the like the the trophim were like these uh, oracles in Navi, which were idolatry. 
בתנועה, בפעולה, במאכל, במשתו, במבושה בכל דרכו, ישן בכביר סגולו, יחד כבר גרביטס, כאילו כל בשר אופס, וכל סמא אבן אוכלוק, they're the king or queen. They are esteemed. Now this really, you don't see her much, albeit you could probably see in certain places, where people imagine that they, they are above and beyond others. And that's like a blatant gaiva. Now I've, I have seen this. I've seen this with people who are super wealthy and super powerful. Actually, I've, unfortunately, um, albeit very rarely even seen it by people who are very scholarly, terror-wise, they won't talk to people about them. Like, you know... Beneath them. Beneath, beneath them religiously or, or wisdomized, which is. Uh, but remember, anything, if you can have that same material, you can become a haughty person with that also. It's shaykh to be that way. Right? But this is usually people who are really. I actually know. I saw this in Penn. I take this back. They were professors who were exactly like this. They thought they were the most brilliant people, and they acted that way. Like, I had one professor. This guy was the biggest arrogant person. Like, literally, you would ask a question. He felt like you had to feel like he... He made you feel like he, this guy was... Uh, actually, a guy. He like, wrote books on... He was a very, very famous, very famous person. Uh, famous, like internationally famous in law. Uh, you know, and every time he talked... Like, do you know who I am? I wrote this in my book. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. He wrote multiple books. Um, and he acted that way. He would talk. He, he made you feel like you, you know, and he would walk in a certain way. I, I, I remember this. I learned le- le- less by this idiot called the professor than anyone else in the university, really, because of his whole gestalt uh, of acting as he was God's gift to Penn. He was probably, the most, one of the most, probably the most famous professor they had there. Uh, but really, it was a terrible professor because uh, the first time a person is like they don't talk to people unlike them, and they all act like they are nobility or royalty. Um, this is less common, I would say, uh, at least so. Then the second type of goal, we're going to get to things which are much more relatable to you and I. Vimatzegei ach, another type of haughty person. She achshos the fish who rule it, he live over malice. The ground has to shake. When the person comes in, everyone says, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? you know, if the per- if, or, or the ladies have to hug and kiss her. Oh, Bracha's here today. Bracha! To hug and kiss Bracha. Everyone has to stop for this person. I remember someone once came in, people aren't friendly. Why aren't friendly? They didn't, the whole world didn't stop for the person. You know, when they walk in, everybody has to acknowledge their presence, her presence. And everyone, or everyone has to give credit where credit is due. Do you know who I am? Do you know what I did? Do you know what happened? The, the, the world has to shake. People should tremble. By the way, I must reiterate that some people don't do this at show or at work. They do this in their home. When mama comes home, when dad comes home, when or kids do this, siblings do this. People do this at work, and some people do it at work. When, when, when Derek comes, this is how it's going to be. Or when this employee comes, I'm employee of the month. Got my picture on the wall over there. I was like, Kaiser, there's employees, there's some employees get their pictures up there, right? No? We, we bumped into each other last week, right? Um, 
glasses broke. I think I knew a new prescription uh, on the way. Um, doctor, oh, oh, actually, actually, say doctors. Some doctors, no, you don't talk about. Some doctors are the worst. They, and they, you know, they and they actually, when you ask questions on these people, they can like make you feel like. You ever see doctors like that? Yeah. Like they think that they are God's gift to the medicine. Right? Or the world in general. Uh, yeah. Or outside uh, the medicine also. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shakob, so they feel like everyone has to shake. People should not, not uh, dare to speak or ask something. If they ask, you know, if they be, do you know what you're asking? Do you know who I am? I'm the best doctor in the world. I mean, you should know the answer to the question. And sometimes they show anger, like, like, so like that. Um, she goes both ways, uh, you know. And, and this I'm sure you also see at Kaiser. Some patients think they're God's gift to man, and they expect the doctors and the you can't wait, wait. I'm here 20 minutes before. You can't wait. You know, in the same way they're in the end of the room. They, they expect the royal treatment. They expect to be treated like the, like, you know, God's gift of man just came into the office. The, whole, the world has to shake around them. They walk in. Everything has to revolve around them. You, ever meet, you see such people in the house, right? It's both ways. Some, some of these patients are also absolutely, absolutely the pits. And you know why they're the pits? Because they're gaiva. It's, it's, it's they, they expect the, that they, everything revolves around them. They're another type of gaiva. The yesh, now we're going to start talking about the gaivas who are not so noticeable. She actually believes, you don't have to thank me. I don't need your thank yous. But inside, inside, they think they're the best. That, you know, inside, they think that they are the greatest. Inside, they're the best. I'm the best person for this job. They'll never get anyone like me. I'm the best possible person for this. I'm the best possible, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I don't need you to thank me. I know I'm the best. Don't, in fact, it annoys you because you can't even thank me enough. <laughs> you can't even thank me enough. That's how I think. I'll tell you. Because any thank you is not sufficient. Or they don't want to acknowledge it because they, you know, or they want to pretend they don't want it. Uh, you don't need it. 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 You don't need but really, inside are kishkes. Kishkes. It's a Russian word. He's saying that they, that they, they stole it, huh? Everyone about kishkes. Innards, your innards. The Russians stole it from us, by the way. Uh, the kishkes. Uh, 
they're, they're the biggest baligamba. They think that they, 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 I remember I once saw someone who was a quiet person. I couldn't believe when I actually dealt with the person. I couldn't believe my mind. You never imagined. But inside, people think and talk a different way. And that doesn't mean most people who act a certain way, but there's, you know, and sometimes it's in, it's in certain circumstances. It doesn't, I want to say that Gaiva doesn't have to be in everything. Some people are. Some people are, because remember, Gaiva, what drives Gaiva is the feeling of the best in something. And we all have good things we're good at. And, and that's, you know, you know um, who's the best mashkicha for the vibe, by the way? Many people are very good. Okay. <laughs> I'm just it's not worth saying. <laughs> but uh, did you ever meet a mashkiach? Not you ladies. Not you ladies. But did you ever meet a mashkiach or somebody involved with that who think they're the best mashkiach? Listen to me. You have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. Right? Right? Of course, right? It's in every, it's in every job. Right? Nurses. Tech. Everywhere. You're fine. Rabbis? For sure. No, no, Rabbi, ra, ra, any, always know this, any leadership position, you will find that more so, not less so. Because Rabbi is a leadership position, just like a manager is. You, of course, uh, you know, I'm not even talking about... Uh, I don't get um, Absolutely. Um, rabbi is a dangerous. All positions like that are dangerous as far as Gaiva. Anything like that. But I want you to know, though, a parent is like that. A manager is like that. Any position is like that, where you have a leadership position. The more you are in a leadership position, the greater the danger is that you could forget that you're not really a leader. <laughs> it's all up to you. Hey, one second. Finito, right? It's all Kashmarko. It's so easy to lose perspective. The more you have any modicum of success, it's like that. Now, again, we want healthy self-esteem here. I just want to reiterate and reiterate that. But it's all a gift. It's all a gift. You know? It's all the someone else's coat and someone else's car and somebody else's position. You know? It's like you're, wearing, you're in the king's robe, in the king's position, you're bossy. You know, it's all a gift. It's all, it's a, it's a, but it's easy to lose perspective of that. And you think it's, I'm the best. I don't even need the praise. I'll act humble. But you're really inside. Um, I don't even need covered. I have enough. I have enough covered. I don't even need the honor. But inside, and by the way, you'll know you're going to see this come out whenever there's conflict. Well, when there's conflict, you'll see who's really soft, who's really, and who's. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, there's healthy, there's conflict with shame Torah. There's conflict where it's personal and it's emotional, and then you can see, or, or there's bending, or a lot of things in life, or there's asking advice, or there's uh, you know doing getting dirty to do certain things that nobody else wants to do in this world, like to do mitzvahs or or or, or, or give up things that you don't want to do. You can see where the kishkas are sometimes. So right by your question. Yeah. So if somebody were to say, thank you very much for doing whatever, you would say in response, well, Hashem, well, Hashem, or, and not, and just rebuttal, rebuttal them, or what, how would you reply? How would I reply? Uh-huh. If somebody thanks me, I would say, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I was able to help. I did help, but it's Baruch Hashem, right? It's, yeah. it's, 
You know, Yosef, you know, you know, Yosef said to Paro, Bill Adai. Bill Adai. It's not me, it's Hashem. But he knew who it was. He, he became viceroy of Egypt. He didn't say, don't give me the position, give it to somebody else. You know, it, it, it's not a question. Listen, I, I, being thanked, you know, is, is totally fine. And it's actually, if you do someone a favor, thank you. You shouldn't demand thanks. You do it for the right reasons. But that's not the problem. The problem is losing its perspective. I, I, I'm telling you what I told you tonight is the most important thing you'll hear. I, I believe that kaiva. Whatever you have, is not your jacket and it's not your car. It's Hashem's. You may be driving the car today and because you drive the car, you gave people rides, but it's Hashem's car. Don't forget that and you'll be okay. Right? The minute you start to lose perspective of that is where the errors will come in. And it gets ingrained and it gets inculcated in a negative way. Humble people, truly humble people, know that they're great. As I mentioned, Moshe Feinstein, once a mice, Moshe, again, I, I, I said this before, my father, my father grew up in the Lower East Side. For, uh, father's on the border of Moshe's yeshiva, like of MTJ. He, we're very close to the Feinsteins. Uh, very close. Uh, so, my father went to MTJ, very close to the Feinsteins. He told me, the bombs at East Side. He was, he, he was self-effacing. But he, there's a mice they bring down, a bucker. A bucker was once speaking to him, some 18-year-old person. He's 85 years old in Moshe. And, you know, they're talking, he asked her Moshe a question. Moshe answered one way. So the bucker says, No, you know what you're talking about. He's like an 18-year-old punk. You know what a punk is? You know what a punk, you know what a punk. Some 18-year-old punk. You don't know what you're talking about. So Moshe looks at him and says, Do you know who you're talking to? What was he telling him? I actually carry his own honor, but there's, he's a terrorist with a gullah door. He knew he was the gullah door. He knew who he was. But he also knew that his parents, both of them, were a terrorist at home. His father was a great sage. You know, he had, he's lucky beyond belief to get out of Russia. Did your parents get out of Russia? Do you know what, what year Moshe finds to get out of Russia? 1936. How many people got out of Russia in 1936, got to America? Six zero. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Thirty six. You can. You can imagine, right? So he knew that he was a miracle. He wasn't. A, understand what it is? So if he, when someone said thanks to Moshe, he had thanks, but you know how? You know where he got where he was to that day? He realized, but for Hashem, you know. Ultimately, we don't know how great or weak we are until we get to Olam Haba, because we're judged on what our abilities are. If anyone knows if they're fulfilling their potential, please let me know, because I have no idea if I'm doing mine. I have no idea if anyone... I've never known anyone in my office has filled their potential. Now, I know I have to deal with people's issues, as is. Do I know who's fulfilling their potential? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if I am my wife. How in the world does anyone know that? No one knows that. That's what you're really judged on. You're judged on what you did, with what you had. Relative to what you could have done. Exactly. And we'll never know that. Right. Nobody could ever know that. Nobody could ever know that. Right. But Ramosha did know that he had a healthy childhood, a father who was a great sage, he had a great Rebbe color of Pushkin, he got out miraculously out of Russia, he got a job in America, which was not simple. I mean, there's a lot of things happened in his life. Right? So he had a knowledge that everything comes from Hashem. Um, so there's another type of off-hearty person. Um... She writes this Nirsham Harbin Malaysev. They want to be noted for their qualities. Ulis Yachabajov. And unique in their conduct. Ad Shalo Dilo. 
They have to also say he's the, the nicest person, the most humble person. He's haughty about his humility. And he wants to say, don't give me, don't honor me. Don't. I'm not interested in this. But that doesn't act the opposite, but he wants people to praise him or her for being humble. They, that's what they want. They should be praised for the humility. Um, they'll act, they'll go to the homeless centers, so they should be praised for, like, you know, half these holiday people, like, they go somewhere. There are Jews in LA from Jews that give millions of dollars. People don't know about them. I know a couple like that. And there, some Hollywood star go gives a million dollars, and they go to they go to Haiti. There's some hurricane place. The cameras are over there going. Like you ever see this type of thing? It's like a joke. Like they they need to have they, people say, oh, they're so nice. Well, oh, they're so nice. What was that lady who just got divorced? Adopted kids. You're not supposed to know this. I'm supposed to test it, right? <laughs> How do I know? Because her father's pro-Israel, so I know the name. Right, but everything that goes around this lady was like I don't I don't know I obviously never saw anything she produced in, but everything was like a camera. Like she adopts fifty people going there. You know, Shmuel Aller adopted. Did he put in the newspaper? I adopted a kid. I'm saying like, everything is like it's all like they have to tell them. It's this Hollywood star. They go to a homeless center. People go to a homeless centers. No one knows. This this person has to go to a homeless center. The world needs to know they're going to a homeless center. Why do they need to know the world? I went to a homeless center and they. They, they Instagram it. Right? That's the thing that they put on the book, right? I sound I'm familiar with this already. Right. Everyone needs to know because they want to be praised for their righteousness. They want to be praised for their humility. They want to be, they want to be told how great they are and that, and that you are, the, you know, they'll go in and they'll get dirty and grimy and of course the, the cameras, the videos are there to show them. And, and of course these idiots... Uh, on uh, who watch on the social media, they'll say how how kind, how generous. You know, the kind generous people. I'll show you real kind generous people who do bikur cholim and do do tov cheshavas. No one has ever heard their name. They're not looking for one line there. They don't need to be told that they're great. They don't need to be told that they're humble. They just do it. These people, it's like a show. Posh it a show, and that's how some people are. They want to be told that they are. So great and so humble and so worthy. She actually was a taxonomist. Don't call me rabbi. Don't call me mister. Don't call me this. But they, but they want to be that. They want to. They want to be, to, to be known that. But inside again, they're kishkis. No one's as nice. No one's as great. No one's as special. No one's as fine as I am. Uh, and by the way, again, I want to stress, if you're a Balgaiva, you won't be close to Hashem. Not Shaykh. Anywhere where you find Hashem, anywhere you let him in. If you think that you're the best, you're not kind to Hashem. If you're the best parent, you're not davening for your kids. If you're the best spouse, you're not davening. If you think you're going to get married like this, you're not davening. If you think you're going to make money like this, if you're the best business person, you're a you're a salesperson. I'm good. I'm great. I can do it. You're the best. You know. You know how to do the deal. You know the art of the deal. You know the art of the deal. You know the art of the deal. 
not going to you're not going to cost Hashem. I mean, this is not a joke, by the way. If, whether people know or not, Hashem knows. <laughs> you know, you're not going to bring close to Hashem. You'll be blocked from a kasher Baruch because you think you're the best. Uh, you know, that's the biggest inish. That's the biggest punishment. And by the way, not having kasher Hashem brings you to where you shouldn't be in this world. Uh, but then he's going to say that these people uh, will be found out uh, in general, uh, anyways, uh, the I'm getting okay. These type of people who act like they're humble or pretend they're humble. Another note: they act humble. They'll have no shortage of stumbling blocks. And they'll, they'll come out. Come out when there's conflict. They'll come out when they have to, when they have difficulties. When things don't go the way they like, or people they don't get the respect they want, they don't get the accommodations they believe they deserved. Um, like a pung of a flame that gets out. The gave an analogy. It's like a house filled with straw. I had Tavan Nichas and has many crevices with a uh, with a straw went into. La Achriyam Hiska Oisa Tavan Shahaya Betoich Oisam Hachirin, and and as a straw comes out of the house, people possibly see the house as straw, just like Kiyotzibo. So too over here, that people can daver. Shaliuchol Tamalasayas. That's why you can't be a fake forever. You can't be a phony forever. Um, it will come out. As I remember, you'll see they're really not so humble afterwards. That meek or quiet or whatever, it will come out in their house. It will come out on their job. It will come out in the car. It will come out at work. It will come out in the doctor's office. It will come out. And the worst thing, I'm telling you now, the worst part about Gaiva is you will not be the Evid Hashem that you could or should be. You will not connect to Hashem. And if you don't connect to Hashem, that will be the biggest call in the world. You know, even for, for, for Taira, for Taira Hashem, the grass that the biggest clay, the biggest vessels, is, is humility. So as the Gemara says, who does Hashem give Taira to humble people? Because you know why? If you steal Hashem's Torah, my Torah, my greatness, eh, gonna have great, that's not what Hashem wants to have Torah to. You want a relationship with God? You've got to be humble. We'll pick up next week with one other form of Gaiva, and then we'll summarize and we'll start anger. All of this, you just remember, just to reiterate, it's a little bit shorthand, but these are all things you need to work on. And the author's pointing it out to allow us to work on these things. It's a bit, I want you to know, I, I give you ladies all the covered because when you come to a class like this, you're able to fix these things. You're able to think about these things. These are important things whether you come to this class or not. Reality is reality. So you either either work on them or we fail to become the people we couldn't should be. Okay. Have a fun, fantastic night. Thank you.